welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. You know, I gotta say, I think that we're no longer the sad batch. I think we're just, you know, we're just the, we're, we're the, we're the good, good, good time batch, batch. We really should have thought of this beforehand. <laughs> Come up with something more witty. <laughs> no, no. It all has to be off the top of the head. That's how it works. You either bomb or you, you get giggles or something. I don't know. This so, is why we always bomb. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, folks, hopefully uh, everything is going well in your world. Obviously, we are back with another you know, two to three hour episode here of the contingency plan. Uh, we are going to rumble on through... Bad Batch uh, was episode six, decommissioned. I like how they're actually putting the names in here on like Mandalorian, where I actually had yeah. to start the episode to see the stupid name of the episode. <laughs> no chapter. Oh, God, I hate crap that either. So, much. so dumb. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we we love Mando, but the chapter thing was kind of a little bit meh. Uh, and we will also be running through issues four and five of the High Republic comic series. Kind of want to get uh, caught up on that. And uh, yeah, I it's it's still been reasonably quiet in the the Star Wars universe, but uh, I do think that we're we're uh, we are due for another book at the end of the month, mm-hmm. and then I think another book at the end of July. But I think that was the kids' book we talked about it in our last episode. So yeah, we should be should be getting some more bumps in in literature at least. Uh, still bad batching, but. Um, yeah, nothing. I don't know. I, there's really not been much, been much news or anything like that. Uh, no, there's been a few things coming out, like some reveals for certain um, Lego characters being included in the game. <laughs> like there, I guess there was a uh, Finnick Chan, and then the actress commented on that. I guess that one looks pretty goofy, but mm. I don't know why I'm still excited about that game. Yeah, you know, I was about to say, wasn't that supposed to have already been released? I thought so. I thought it, it, well, that was. Actually, let me they look up pushed. what the release. Well, it was supposed to be Christmas. Yeah, that's. And then it got pushed to January, and then it just kind of dropped off the face of the earth for a while. Yeah, which is which is hilarious because it, I mean there there have been a lot of uh, you know just in the gaming world like pushbacks and delays and so forth. But you're literally talking about uh, a Lego game. Yeah. How hard is it? Like how much? polished as a lego game need well well the other thing is is they're not they're not it's not a new game it's it's the collection of games that have already happened i mean uh, up res and just get it over with you know yeah there's uh, i don't know i don't know it should be interesting but yeah i mean i i think that the, those lego games are are you know they're mindless entertainment and to be honest sometimes that can be good yeah I mean, there's something funny about it. I always like what they did with some of the more serious scenes, like all the <laughs> stuff in Phantom Menace was always yeah. pretty entertaining with Darth Maul. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. It's looking like a... I don't know. I'm I'm trying to look up the release date right now, and it almost looks like it's already available. Well... Uh, oh, I, no. No, it's not. Never mind. It says release date not announced. Well, see, there's the Jeez. thing. is I, I remember us talking about this a while back, and I think that there were a couple of release dates that we saw, and like one had already passed at the time, so yeah, it was like ultra yeah. confusing. 
It's like Amazon had it listed weird well, there's or reviews. something like that. There's reviews on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. But this one's like, there's 27 reviews, but it says, even in the title name, pre-order. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, then how are you reviewing it? <laughs> well, you know, you, you have some people who get betas or, or like advanced copies, but, you know, E3, I think, is next week. Uh, and I was, I was mm-hmm. watching a stream of, um, you know, talking about like some past E3s and stuff like that. And y- you see progressively some, how, how unprepared so many of even like triple a titles are. Oh yeah. And, and it's, it's crazy. I, I get it. Like I, I get how these games can take literal years. I mean, how many people are still waiting on like the next half life or, or even um, one that's popped up a lot has been like, why in the heck don't we have a new GTA? You know, GTA yeah. five or, Sky- is, or elder scrolls, you know, well that, yeah, absolutely elder scrolls as well i mean yeah you had so much um well you had a lot of stuff prior to skyrim too but skyrim was so huge and people have been playing when was that released uh 2011 yes okay and then um gta has been around for almost 10 years too yeah it's uh, hard to believe it's like we're working on a decade for both of those almost yeah, well, you know, Skyrim was extended by the extensive modding community, and GTA mm-hmm. was kind of saved because of the role-playing community. Yeah, well, yeah. there's actually a modding community for them, but they just keep chugging along with GTA Online, and yeah. it, there's still releases for that all the time. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty crazy, but I, I think I think what a lot of people were speculating on is getting uh, like a remastered GTA Five for PS Five. It's like why why would you put effort I don't into want that? that. When you should be doing an entirely new GTA Six, like yeah. just just do it. But I, Skyrim did that. I mean, you have your Switch well, release, you have your new console release, yeah. and people buy it. That's the problem. That's why but, they get away with it. But the thing is, Skyrim's fun forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could go back to the 360 or PS3 version and still have a blast. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have your graphics upgrades, but yeah, no core gameplay is the important part. But no, the, the only thing that sucks about both GTA and Skyrim is their studios have other massive games like with 100% yeah with Bethesda you got Fallout so you've got that to like you always have to wait in between for those and then you've got Red Dead with um Rockstar so yeah and I'll I'll say this like Rock, Rockstar I mean we've we've known Rockstar for a long time Rockstar table tennis man table tennis <laughs> Well, the the thing is, I think Rockstar needs to have a complete. This isn't a gaming podcast, but I think that they need to start like rethinking their game model. Like their their model f- is, you know, that uh, it's a false open world linear game. Mm-hmm. That I don't think that that's going to continue to cut it cuz like even Red Dead 2, I I don't think that that had the longevity that they thought it would. Um and it was a good game. I even played a little bit of Red Dead 2. Um, not a ton, but a little bit. I did play Red Dead One, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I think Rockstar is not quite as big a rock star anymore. Uh, I think they've kind of, and you could say the same thing about Bethesda. They've kind of fallen into this trap of like the Radiant Encounters, which yeah. are super random and strewn throughout. So everyone's experience is a little different. It's like, well, that's cool on the surface, and I enjoy it. I do love Radiant Encounters. Like. Right. Hey, I found this guy. I didn't. It's like, oh, I just randomly happened. I got lucky. But 
that's just not enough anymore to me. It's time to change the formula, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, everybody, just, I think, I think a lot of people just, they like the true open world where I can complete this quest when I want to. I yeah. don't have to do that to, you know, obviously you have storylines in order to trigger, but how I get to that is my decision. Like if I want to get into this room by jumping on top of the building after parachuting and then I can get through this window. No, you have to go through this door and mm -hmm. only after you talk to this guy, mm -hmm. that doesn't work for people as, as much, but like, you know, in, in the, the converse, like with Skyrim, you get those same random encounters. Like there was, um, there was one that just popped into my head. It was like the red Eagle sword, which you got through reading a book. Yeah, you know, so yeah. you found that, and it wasn't like a great sword, but it was an interesting kind of like encounter after right. you read a book, the Book of the Red Eagle Sword. So there you go. I mean, th those sort of little tidbits are are why I think Skyrim is just and uh, and El or uh, Oblivion. I mean, Oblivion yeah. still gets played now, which it, uh, it's clunky and it's buggy as crap, but it's still it's still played. So, did you yeah. ever get the Did you ever get the Meridia's Beacon one in Skyrim? That was always one of my favorites. You'd find it yes. in a random raider's chest. Yep. And then she'd start talking in your head and send you on the quest. Yeah, wasn't that was that the one for the shield or the sword that you got? I believe it was this. I think it was a sword, like Dawnbreaker yeah, Dawn or something. Yeah, Dawnbreaker was the. I I thought it was the coolest sword in that game personally. Mm. Ah, Daedric swords though, they're pretty sweet. Well, yeah. <laughs> For being the, basic, you know. Well, any of the Daedric stuff was, was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, d we'll see what E3 brings. I think Star Wars-wise, people are still jonesing for for another, um, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> I'm having a moment here. Uh, Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. Fallen Order 2. Yeah, I literally just it literally clicked as soon as you said it. So, <clears throat> thanks for the assist. But yeah, like a fallen order, a fallen order too. Like, yeah, I I think I think Jedi Everyone fallen wants order more Castus. Yeah, by far. Now, granted, you know we talk about fallen order, and that was very story driven. So shut up, you well, know yes. games. <laughs> well, but that was never really meant to be an open world game. It wasn't really advertised as one either. Correct. It was, it was always meant to be linear. Yeah, now, I don't remember if you said this, but did, are you going to or have you played the, or at least seen footage uh, of the uh, new Resident Evil? Uh, I've watched a bit of footage on it. I still haven't decided if I'm going to try and get into it. It does look pretty cool, though. Yeah, I, I'm not necessarily interested in playing it, but I did, I did uh, watch some streams. And to be honest with you, I actually think that might be the perfect blend of linear storytelling with a kind of pseudo open world uh backtracking system that mm -hmm. i i thought that almost like metroid style yeah yeah sure yeah i i think that to be honest i think that that honestly is is a great game mm -hmm. that's one of the better ones that i've seen in in some time my only thing is i still feel like yes i could read a synopsis or watch a recap video or something, but I still feel like I need to play seven to really enjoy village. And I just don't want to, I don't like seven. 
I really don't think you do. I don't think really? you have to at all. I, I mean, that's just my opinion, but I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I actually don't think you have to play play seven at all in order to really understand village. I mean, granted it, it, it's not really a backstory. It's, it's a side story. It's kind of getting to know Ethan and, um, uh, wife. What is her name? Uh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank too. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally can't, I remember the face that, is it Amy? No, nah, I don't think it's Amy. Um, or Mia. Mia, that's Mia. it. Mia. Yeah, Mia and, and Ethan, you know, I mean, it's really just getting to know Ethan, really, and mm-hmm. then saving Mia, which coincidentally, there is an ending where I, I don't, I think she dies. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a couple oh, of... Oh, diff- is, that, is that the one where, like, you leave her behind on the boat, and then you take the girl from the family instead, I think? I think Ye- I saw a video on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you can go a couple of different ways. I think there's also a Mia mission in there, too, where you play as her for a little bit. But um, yeah, in one of the DLCs, I think yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But at, at any rate, yeah, I think there's an ending where she she doesn't make it, but obviously hmm. from a chronological Oof. canon standpoint, she does. Um, right. Yeah, I don't no. know. I, I think I I think the care. I actually I think people probably appreciate Ethan more after this story than they did with Seven. And I think now, that there were uh, enough people that probably were upset enough with Mia to have left her behind. I mean, she chopped <laughs> off the dude's hand, for God's sake. Right. <laughs> now, we had talked about this, but I'm kind of drawing a blank. Isn't this, as far as 7 and 8 go, they're set like in between 1 and 2, correct? You know, we did talk about that. And I think, I, I think if I remember correctly, 8 is just before the... what? And I or still, is it 4? Is well, it Leon with 4? No, hold on. So I still can't remember because it it was before the game with Rec, uh, Neckfield, old Chris, and it was the two-player game where you were five. in, like, Africa. That's 5. Yeah, that's 5. Yeah, so I think I think it uh, it was, like, just before the events of, of that, of 5, if okay. I remember correctly. Makes sense since Chris is in this one as well. I actually like Chris. I think I, I do don't too. know. I don't know if I. I think I prefer him over Leon. Leon's cool, but I think Chris is. I don't know. I don't like Chris. I was more of a Jill fanboy, honestly. Yeah, that was well, one of my favorites. Yeah, I was. The, I was just going. I was going. General, the game. I was going masculine because I'm a. I'm a toxic. I'm a toxic <laughs> guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jill. Jill is good. I'll give her that. And Chris's little sister isn't bad, although she's not on their level, obviously. <laughs> yeah, do I like Jill or Chris? You know what? Honestly, I think Jill had a better story. Yeah, everything with Nemesis was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I would You're have... You're literally always being stalked throughout the game, and it would change yeah. the game so much, whether or not you'd run into him at certain points. I feel like we've talked through this same conversation for like three weeks. We really need to like just start a gaming podcast or something. We're, cl- we're closeted Resident Evil fans. Like Part of us <laughs> wants to say it sucks, but at the same time, we all like it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that convoluted, of- terrible story that we all somehow memorize uh, <laughs> for no reason. Well, <laughs> sort of, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, eventually the Lego game will come out, and then you can do your Lego kid stuff and have lots of fun with it. <laughs> You'll probably spend five minutes, and it'll be five minutes of bliss. Don't lie. Oh, I mean, You'll I, get I, it. I, prob- <laughs> I probably would play play around with it. I, I, I don't think I would. I, I think I, I think that they're, the game itself has a fun and simple mechanic. 
it's it's not amazing, kinda, but it's fun. I hope they kind of dumb it down, which I know sounds weird, but like I played seven, Force Awakens, obviously, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. No, oh. I, I did not like the mechanics of it at all. Hmm. Like I got through two maps and I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> well, I I mean I I imagine I, th- is it did they say if it's a remaster or if it's just an upres? I think it's. I think they're actually changing things in it. I don't think it's an up-res. No, mm. I think like like what we did with Phantom Menace in the original Lego game is going to be different than the stories we go through with this. I think mm. there's going to be different areas, and you'll still hit all the main plot points like you did in the first one, but it's going to be a little different. So basically, unlike Nintendo does with any of its re-releases then. Yes. Exactly. You hear, you hear, are you hearing this Nintendo like some crappy up res of Mario 64 isn't exactly what the fans want? Like, just whatever. I still like 64. It's fun. But yeah, that was garbage. That was a money grab. If I've ever. But hey. Are you buying a the like the Nintendo classics that they started releasing on Switch? So I really haven't even turned on the Switch for a while. I mean, you know, summer, and I, I kind of like to do other things. But mm-hmm. um, I, th- when I got the Switch, they did have, like, an NES and, a, and an SNES, like, classic library thing, like mm-hmm. app. So I did get into those because I think one of them had, like, Streets of Rage and some other stuff. I mean, it was really cool. There was a lot of uh, Kirby uh, a couple mm-hmm. of old, other old Nintendo games. So yes, but I, I really haven't. I really haven't perused the library recently. I don't even remember the last game I bought for the Switch. I really don't have much for the Switch, honestly. I think I have like six, seven games, I'm and pro- half of them are super tiny, like well, Stardew, like fifteen dollar ish yeah. games. No, I'm I'm probably there with you. I mean, I, well, like I have Breath of the Wild, and I have you know yeah, Odyssey, yeah. and you know a few other you know what would have been larger titles, but Tetris '99. <laughs> Isn't that the one you can play multiplayer? It's actually kind of fun for a Is couple it? rounds. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know, it, it it's interesting. I I don't really mess with the actual mechanic of like knocking other players out and stuff, but it, it's right. kind of fun. So anyway, that's been our obligatory uh, mini gaming 20, podcast. Twenty minute a, BS session within a Star Wars podcast. So, how's your week been? Not too bad. Finally uh, started my vacation yesterday, so it's literally just a week of waiting for that. <laughs> it's a bit of a blur. What do you have? Um, like a whole week of vacation or something? Well, I'm taking the next nine days off. Oh, okay. Lined it up with my weekends, obviously, so I get a nice long break. We're going to. Put in bay tomorrow for a few days. Nice, nice. Looking forward to that. Haven't been there for quite a while. Yeah. <sighs> what about you? Oh, you know, terrible. It's been terrible. Yeah, that's good. Cry that's a good. lot to well, myself. That's okay. No, nah, man, it's it's been okay. You know, nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Just you know, typical summer stuff. Uh, trying to, you know, just be out out of the house for the most part you know playing music and you know accumulating pedals and then selling pedals and i actually um 
Well, you saw the the fuzz face that I got. I have <laughs> the parts ridiculously coming. oversized pedal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But I've got parts coming in for that that I'm going to modify it with. Uh, so I've, I'm I'm toying with little circuits and stuff, which is kind of fun for me. Um, yeah, no, that's really about really about all. You know, it, it just it, we're hitting summer, so it's nice to be outside and. Played some basketball this morning, you know, threatened to beat the neighbors. Uh, Again. Not in basketball, just with my fists. No, oh, I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. What if your neighbors listen to the podcast? Nah, they totally don't. That'd be pretty bad. They're terrible people. No, not really. <laughs> they're, they're okay, but they have loud children. Your location would be revealed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, aside from that, you know, just trying to get some uh, trips on the uh, on the calendar, you know, backpacking and some short trips here and there. Um, and, yeah, we'll kind of see what all comes of that. But, uh, yeah, for now, not too bad. Yeah. Ho- hopefully we don't just uh, get a month of rain to make up for our early spring drought. <laughs> that would really suck now that we're ready to backpack. <laughs> Yeah, we probably, you know, I mean, I know, you know, sometimes it gets busy and everything, but it would have been good to, because we had a pretty mild spring that was actually mm-hmm. fairly nice and wasn't overly wet, but we are start, we're certainly seeing a bit more of a wet summer, Lot, hey, but I love the green, the green's nice mm-hmm. to see again, before you know it, it's all gone, it's all gone, we're, we're in Dust June. Dust in the wind. We're in June now. This year has flown yeah it's 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 pretty wild so yep a lot of time left though so you got to take advantage of it but uh but yeah that's uh that's that's our lives in a nutshell so hopefully you enjoyed the podcast we'll see you next week uh, oh yeah bad find me on Puddin bay and kill me i would appreciate that <laughs> Jeez. yeah here's put- my itinerary exactly where i'm going to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have to you'll have to let me know how you how you enjoy it now as opposed to like you know when we when we went up uh, when we were younger because it's I haven't I haven't oh, been good. up there in a long time and for those of you who don't know you know in Ohio we have a small a very small little tiny island in Lake Erie that well there's a few um, only one other? worth going to you got Kelly's you got South Bass. Um, north bass and i can't think of the fifth yeah so there's there's this island compilation up there but putin bay is it's a party island basically mm-hmm. yeah um with just enough kids attractions so the parents don't feel bad <laughs> yeah no <laughs> doubt great. and actually coincidentally now that i think about it uh what you're gonna have to do for me is you're i'm, I'm gonna have to put a wine order in for uh mom mom already has so i'll be getting two crates at this point i guess that's yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't need a ton, but I, I, I they do ship and their shipping is not mm-hmm. unreasonable anymore. But I I just haven't gotten any in a long time. But anyway, up on the island, there's like a there's a winery called Heinemann's. There's, you know, a strip of bars and restaurants and there's live music and, you know, golf carts. You, you drive golf carts around the Lots island of golf carts, actually $70 a day now. <laughs> Yeah, expensive. it used to be a pretty <laughs> cheap vacation spot where you you get a you get a room for like a hundred bucks a night and you know yeah. a thirty dollar golf cart for you know three four days and 
Um, you know, that would food. probably break down on you, and you'd have to switch it out because yeah, electric I'd correct. sucks. I never had that problem, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I think know we that only had that happen once or twice, yeah. honestly. But the the food was what you spent your money on, really. And oh, the yeah. drinks, Board, boardwalk, right? A lot of money spent at boardwalk. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but now it's everything's just expensive. But they do have a uh, highway patrol up there. Uh, usually mm-hmm. on the 4th of July weekend, <laughs> that's yeah. about it. But uh, they have a police presence. They have a little school. They have like mm-hmm. a, well, they had like a racetrack at one point. I don't know whatever happened with that. It's been a long yeah. time. They have a little airport. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. And there are people it, that live it would up actually there year-round. It would be kind of cool to live there, I think. To an extent. I mean, you'd be super secluded, but eh. Well, yeah, well with one you, market. You'd have like a, you'd have like a <laughs> class of, well, I mean, a lot of people would have stuff shipped from, like, Walmart, I'm sure. Well, you definitely have to head over to the mainland, probably keep, like, a a P.O. box over there or something, or I don't know. I don't know how mail works up there. That'd be weird. Yeah, I can't imagine they'd be flying it in, so they'd have to go somewhere to pick it up. To be honest, I bet they probably do. I mean, you could you could run a truck up there, but anyway, that's neither That's true. You have the miller. You could just, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, have to yeah, have a good, few good. extra stamps to get your mail there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's still technically considered Ohio. It's just mm-hmm. it's just ours out in the middle of Lake Erie, um, and also kind of the site of a s- semi-historical battle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Old Perry. Yeah, Commodore Perry, and I don't really remember the history of that, but there's a monument up there to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's even how the island got its name, actually. It's just one of his quotes during the battle. Yeah. Uh, there were some minor, well, I don't want to say minor, there were skirmishes in the Great Lakes. Not a lot of mm-hmm. people know that. They really no. don't, but there were. So, mm-hmm. anyway, Putin Bay, if, you're ever, if you ever want to go party and, you know, drive a golf cart around, just don't do it while you're drunk, because they will pull you over for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is technically a vehicle. <laughs> Probably still less likely than a car, but yes, they will. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Well, no, never mind. We're we're good. I don't want to. Honestly, put my, I don't want to have my theories of putting Bay out there. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a bad place though. It's a little expensive, but yeah. anyway. So, are you finally ready to get to some Star Wars content? Where are we at? Twenty six and a half minutes. Yeah, I suppose. All right. Well, <laughs> let's start talking about Bad Batch then. So again, Episode Six decommissioned um early thoughts i have to say i i I was like finally yes finally yeah we we've hit our stride we're finally there (laughs) yeah and like i understand that there are multiple episodes here and it's not just supposed to be this cut and dry minor arc or anything but also it's kind of nice to have some sort of purpose Mm-hmm. And we just haven't had that to this point, and now we do. We have at least the the formation of said purpose, and I am very happy about that. Yeah, and I mean, we were kind of concerned because the setup for it just wasn't really there. I mean, it's pretty abrupt how they change it up on you, honestly. I mean, you have little things going on, but like even with the bounty hunting stuff, it's like, well, it sounds like that's not going to Oh, yeah, now it is. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I appreciated this episode quite a bit. I thought it was pretty good. We got some cool cameos. and Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, just to start here, 
So Omega is going to go forward with this energy bow, which is pretty cool. Yes. We both talked it's, about it's that. It's pretty We're adorable, like, actually, watching her struggle to train with it. Well, I'm going to be honest, like, and, and hopefully you remember this. I feel like you had or we had a toy like this. Like, it was one of those Nerf. Yeah, we did. Nerf bow. But I, I, I'm pretty sure, and I could, again, I could be wrong. I think there was one that was a straight bow, but I also felt that we had one that was collapsible like that. I don't know if we had a collapsible one or not. I'm not sure. I just know we played with the bows a lot. No, we, we'd shoot the, yeah. I don't know. They're probably what, like six, six inch uh, foam yeah. dart things. Like, like they didn't, it didn't really shoot all that hard. It didn't hurt. You no. would think it would just by the size of the dart, but. But it could be reasonably accurate. Yes. Compared to everything else. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny. I'd completely forgotten about that. And I started watching her play around with this. And I was like, oh, yeah, we had something kind of like that back in the day. That's actually right. really cool. I kind of hope this becomes a a Nerf toy or something like completely <laughs> identical. To this would be pretty sweet. <laughs> well, it all depends. Um, it depends on how much Disney really wants to push Bad Batch. And have I will- Black Series character. She's got it. That'd be yeah. pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, I could see that happening. I, I I will say this one thing though, Mandalorian. When you logged into Disney Plus, Mandalorian was always the first banner ad. Oh yeah, always. You got you got to look for Bad Batch. <laughs> Bad Bad Batch is a banner, but it's not it's not the first one, and it hasn't yeah. been for the past couple weeks. So I'm starting to wonder about that a little bit, like their their overall interest, just like eh, because even. Season seven of Clone Wars. That was always the first banner. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I, hopefully we continue to like the series. But yeah, th- that's a great opportunity for a toy. Because I, right. I, I think you could put something together really easy and, and just use that old technology. It's like, ah, here's, here's Omega's bow. <laughs> I don't know. Can we just, can we say Omega or is it just Omega now? I think it's got to be Omega. I like the I like the accent. I gotta I gotta say I do think that they and it could just be psychosomatic, but I, I think that they have. I think that they've. I don't know if it's a syncing thing or if it was just a recording, but I do feel like the voice fits the character a little bit more now. The audio is getting way better. Yeah, I would agree. I don't know what it was there, and again, it could just be in my head, but uh, it maybe just, it just took a while to get used to it. Who knows? Possibly. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, like I said, I never disliked her. I just, there was something off about, about the, about that audio. But anyway, I do like this sort of premise of her with the bow. I think that that's really cool. I am a little concerned that her hair never grows. It's like nobody's hair ever grows, which. (laughs) It's plastic hair. It's anime hair. (laughs) Anyway, um, so Sid, uh, well, so Omega's training with this bow in the beginning and she's not doing very good and. Sid kind of comes over, so they're they're still at Sid's little bar here, and she shoots off three quick shots. She's like, "You got noodle arms, kid. You know, lift some weights. <laughs> Work out. <laughs> Work out." <laughs> so that was. Do you uh, even lift, bro? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're no, you're no swolo over here, but. So anyway, I think I think that's kind of funny. I'm glad that we're we're going forward with that. But the mission for this week is to retrieve a tactical droid. Mm-hmm. which we saw all through Clone Wars. And um yeah, that's where they that's where they're sent. And and we're we're pretty much right in the mission. Uh 
go direct, and and this is on. Um, uh, wow, I just completely forgot mm. the planet. Um, Corellia. So they are going to Corellia for for this droid, mm. and uh, I don't know. I, I I can't really. There's not a whole lot of like crazy meat here. It's just kind of a story, but we do wind up meeting two past characters, uh, Raph and uh, Trace from, mm-hmm. well, who we saw in season seven of Clone Wars with Ahsoka. So, kind of got to think about time frames here, right? Yeah, I was kind of wondering that too. Is this before or after? I'm kind of thinking it's before, but it's kind of hard to follow what our timeline is. See, I personally think that it's after, and we'll and I'll really talk about that towards the end of what the end was. I could be wrong, but I th- I feel like this might be after they they met. So you feel like that's who they were talking to at the end was Ahsoka? No, uh, no, I, I feel like they were talking to Bail Organa. Mm. I, I think okay. I think that they're I think they might be part of the resistance. However, they could be something else, and if if it is before, then it could be something a little bit more nefarious, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. However, I think we are ro- we are naturally rolling to something that you have talked about with Wrecker because I think we eventually have to meet up with Rex now. Um, And I think that this connection, whoever it might be, and it could even be Rex, but whoever this connection is, I think will eventually probably lead them to Rex because Wrecker hits his head for the thousandth time Mm -hmm. and he's starting to crack a little bit. Yeah, he's even starting to say the mantra. Yeah. Not fully, but he's starting to. It is weird, though, because he's hearing crosshair in his head. I found that very odd. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I, mean, personally, I just think it's it's the mantra, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we didn't really get a whole bunch about why the chips don't specifically work. It's just like, ah, it's our mutations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still there. So now you're starting to bring up the questions like, okay, well, first we thought it was just crosshair because he wasn't as modified or he was modified in a way that would lend itself to the chip. Now it's like, no, it's happening to everyone. So, I mean, this sets up a story where they're all going to just become mindless zombies if they don't find Rex. So obviously that's the direction we're going. Yeah, I would I I would have to assume that that is that is definitely true, and I mean I I still don't I'm still wondering about Echo because with Echo does he even have the chip anymore? Uh, who knows? Who knows about that? I'm starting to wonder if we'll get to the point where they all kind of start having these issues, except for Echo, and Echo's the only one who's coherent enough, and he's the one that ends up looking for Rex. Maybe, yeah, maybe so. But I do think we're going to run into some trouble with Echo or with a uh, wrecker. And um, I, it's only a matter of time, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But the, que- the question is, how are we finding Rex? That's the only reason I really think we lead into potentially Echo contacting Ahsoka, because Ahsoka would really be the only one who knows. 
where Rex would be. And even then, she wouldn't necessarily know. Well, okay, so just I, I'm just going off of specific context clues from other series, but <clears throat> in Rebels, Ahsoka was to point them to where Rex was hiding, right? Mm-hmm. But they, when they parted ways, <clears throat> they didn't know where either was really going. Mm-hmm. The only way that I can think about that I can think about there to, to make any sort of sense in my mind is that when Rex defects and goes his own way, maybe he tries to live normally, but I feel like if he doesn't join the resistance, the other rebellion with Bale, then I think I think he might be looking for clones because the other thing too is when we meet Rex again in Rebels, he has two other clone buddies. Mm-hmm. Who he's removed the chips from as well. Yeah. So I'm starting to wonder if that's kind of like what Rex is sort of working towards. Like maybe, maybe through the rebellion, trying to reform clones or something mm-hmm. of that nature. I think it comes I, down to Bail Organa, though. I mean, that's yeah. that's my personal opinion. And to be honest with you, I don't think we, I don't really think we need to see Ahsoka in this series. I think it's almost too easy of a scapegoat for for too many. It would be pieces. It of certainly media. would be. I think one thing that'd be kind of cool to see as kind of like a parallel to when we see Rex and Rebels is at this point, he's found more than two. Maybe he's found his own little squadron, you know, maybe even platoon worth of clones that he's removed the chips from. And maybe he starts a tiny form of a rebellion. It gets squashed and him and the other two are the only survivors. And that's where we find them on Rebels after some, big battle of some kind. I think that'd be kind of cool if he had that big of a part to play. And that would just lend itself to why he would be in contact with Bale. I think that'd be kind of cool if he was, you know, recruiting clones for this rebellion. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, realistically, so the the year gap between episode three and A New Hope was uh, 19 years? Mm-hmm. I think. No, 18. I thought it was 18. Mm. I thought Luke was 18. Maybe he was 19. Let me actually just look that up real quick. Uh... Okay, so you're you're not gonna do it that way. <laughs> I feel like I'm asking Jeeves over here. Nineteen years. Hmm. So give or take a few months. <laughs> right. So I mean, that's a good long while for for Rex to kind of be out there doing stuff, you know, before he kind mm-hmm. of almost retires on the planet that they're on. So I don't know. I don't know. I, f- I feel like I feel like Rex will come into the picture. Yeah. I don't really see anyone else if, if uh, unless you don't intend on saving Wrecker. 
like you intend on him. Uh, I couldn't really see that happening. I mean, we've talked about losing one of the members at some point. I just don't feel like there'd be a point in killing off Wrecker. But I, but I think that if they did, Wrecker would be the person that they would kill off. I guess they are making him more likable in this than they were. In, and, and maybe there are other people that thought Wrecker was awesome in the Clone Wars series, their little four-episode thing. But I, I wasn't a big fan then, and I'm starting to like him more now. So I, I could see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. But to me, for some reason, I'm still leaning towards Echo or Tech more. I don't know why. I just feel like Echo would be the scapegoat. He'd yeah, I mean, I could off. see that. I could see that, too. But uh, obviously, we will have to see as we go along. So anyway, just to progress a little bit more into the story, uh, we are going after the the tactical droid. We meet... Uh, was it was it Rafa or... It was Rafa, wasn't it? With an mm-hmm. A at the end? Okay. And then Trace. And they are also out to steal this droid that is... Basically, all these droids are being disassembled. There's only one... Uh, one more of these tactical droids in this factory. How convenient. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they don't even have to steal the entire droid. They only have to steal the head. Um, and in the end, they really didn't even have to do that. <laughs> yeah, very true. So Omega does get to draw her little <laughs> uh, <laughs> energy bow on Rafa, and they, they're all kind of you know, doing the whole talky stuff and... Of course, her, her little noodle arms don't really help her much. and She gets off a shot, but, you know, just sort of hits, I don't know, whatever the heck that was to produce steam or whatever. I think it'd be pretty entertaining is if as Omega got older and her strength developed, she ends up with a bowcaster, mm, which yeah, I know is kind of rare for a purse. Obviously, there's a lot of kickback with that, but I think that'd be kind of entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, for, I, I I like the manual aspect of this bow, but yeah, I could totally mm. see that too. Um, as we go through here, you know, Trace does get the head. Omega gets trapped, and you know mm. they have to help each other out. And you Wrecker know, gets shot. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he bumps his head and then gets shot, and he's not. He's having literally a the only day. one who gets shot. True. Although he is a. He is an easier target, I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, he was having some trouble then. Yeah. But uh, Trace does, uh, you know, kind of save Omega there from being melted, which is, uh, which is good, I guess. Admirable. <laughs> yeah, admirable. Um, this, this, Star Wars does have a problem with, like, molten lava and metal uh, and, like, not yes. truly understanding how hot it is around that kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, a- anyway, we have a large uh, contingent of... Uh, they called them police droids, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. But these, like, security-type droids. And uh, kind of an interesting part here, they, they use the tactical droid to uh, sort of reinitialize some of the battle droids that were in this plant and they all still have their guns. Yeah. They wouldn't take that away from them, obviously. Of yeah. course, B2s, that's kind of difficult to do, but 
B1s, you could have. <laughs> yeah, it, well, right, yeah, B2s, I mean, they're obviously built into their arms, but, you know, anyway, I guess they, they were deactivated, so no real big problem there. But, uh, yeah, they kind of have, the, it, it's kind of, it's kind of entertaining. Yeah. Uh, just to see all that, uh, you know, go through in that manner, but they do wind up losing the head, it, you know, sort of shot mm-hmm. away. Omega gets some shots off with the bow. Apparently kind of hard to believe realized. that Trace didn't get shot there, honestly, when that happened. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it is what it is. But, yeah, Omega's all of us. She found the strength inside, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, That's to not make. how lifting works, bro. <laughs> well, the funniest <laughs> thing was is when... lifting when, works. Well, when Sid uh, was using the bow and she just three rapid shots it's like well you know what honestly yeah that would be pretty easy because you're not even doing a full a full draw and you're not aiming right. at that point you're just pop 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 you know yeah <laughs> spray and pray so it's not about strength yeah. <laughs> who knows <laughs> who knows uh so they are able to uh escape and uh you know board uh, Rafa and uh, Trace's little ship here. They finally got a ship. Yeah. <laughs> that they can fly. It's, it's not Trace's, but... <laughs> uh, what was the name of that ship? Do you remember? Oh, hell, I don't know. It was something yeah. kind of goofy. Archangel or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that that was Afra's ship's name. Was that Afra's? I think that that was Afra's mm. ship's name. But anyway... Rafa does kind of, and this is why I, I think that it, this is after the Ahsoka arc. Well, one, because technically, well, there was still some amb- ambiguity during that, that particular time, but a- at any rate, they, you know, so they have this ship now, and it's a reasonably reasonable-sized ship. They're reading the clones, the Riot Act, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, about... Um, you know, you got to pick a side, bro. Right. And, well, you you were going to give this to somebody you don't even know what they're doing with it. You know, so I, I I think I think that's I think that they're they're with the rebellion now, personally. And uh, yeah, and then we kind of get the fly off sequence where we get um, the shoulder of someone being transmitted uh, with a little capy cape. I don't know. I think it's Bale, but they didn't. They didn't show him. No voice. No. No nothing. Which I was a little surprised at. I mean, what's the secret? Mm-hmm. What's the big secret? But Rafa knows where to find them. So yeah. maybe it's Fennec Shand, <laughs> 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 or maybe it's Rex. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Who do you Who do you think it is? You well, you had said Ahsoka in the beginning. You still think it's Ahsoka? I think it would be between Ahsoka and Rex, personally. I don't really see why they would fall in line with Finnick. No, I don't. Especially, think it's if, Finnick especially, yeah. Oh, okay. You wasn't sure there. No, that was a joke. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I would say either Rex or Ahsoka. I'm not 100% sure. I get what you're saying that it would kind of suck in a way to add Ahsoka to this because it would just be, you know, drowning everything out with more Ahsoka like every other show seems to do. But. <sighs> I would almost want to lean towards Rex just because I think that would be a pretty cool setup. Yeah, I, I guess my only my only thought is why who who would care? So 
So Rafa base, she says, I thought you would want to know about clones. Mm-hmm. I mean, why, why honestly would Ahsoka care about rogue clones? Yeah. Well, the question is why would they run into Rex? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully get some explanation. If it ends up being that it's Rex, I would like to have a good flashback on how they met. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that all works out. But Maybe it's Darth Maul. (laughs) (laughs) We will be working much closer, you and I. (laughs) Why'd you ignite your saber? Because it's super cool. It's intimidating. You can't do anything to me. You're a hologram. Just shut up. Just shut up. (laughs) I didn't think about it. Well, we will see. Um, But uh, I guess just to sort of keep us moving, uh, let's go ahead and do a quick, uh, quick rating on it. So we do, we do show ratings. So out of ten, what do you got for it? I really feel like I should have checked last week's rating. I know we say this all the time, but legitimately, I do like this more than the last episode. So I, I wish I could remember that. But I, I'd give it. An, I'll give it an eight point six. I did like this quite a bit. It was a very good episode, even though it was just more of a story than anything big happening. I mm-hmm. like how they implemented the sisters, and I like where we're going with Wrecker. It really sets up some urgency for the entire squad, so I do appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I I, I liked it too. Um, I definitely think uh, having more of a grounded kind of like direction feels good and uh yeah yeah i like energy bows those are cool too (laughs) little cameo was neat uh so yeah no it was good and i think it sets up a lot of other things there um i'll say 8.5 i think i think it's i think it's a good solid good solid episode i feel like uh at least i hope that the feeling uh, proves correct, but I do, I do feel like we're going to start having more enjoyment over the next couple I do of too. weeks. I'm more hopeful. I'm actually looking forward to the show now. Unlike before. I mean, I won't lie. It was a bit of a slog the first few episodes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. So there we go. It only took us uh, six episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it took four for us to even slightly care about these characters with Clone Wars, so par for course. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, you ready to talk some comics? I uh, is. Well, now apparently I can't do it because I don't speak in terrible, terrible language. Terrible. That's just Ohio for you. That's, That's totally how we speak not. here. That's <laughs> not how anybody speaks. <laughs> So, yeah, let's jump into High Republic, which apparently um, my copy must have gotten a little bit of water in it. No. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the pages just has uh, some weird spots on it, so I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Terrible, terrible stuff. I have a new name for Skier. It is now Greer because he is Groot, Groot Skier. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. This is such a goofy cover. 
which is weird because like five I thought was an amazing cover because of the brush strokes and everything. How they did Keeve was awesome, but yeah. this one's just goofy, kind of. Anime. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's okay. I actually think five's cover is probably one of the most meh I've seen in a while. Really? Yeah. So anyway, you're just not a fan of art. Not no, me. well, no. I have more discerning tastes. Okay, I am it's, a man of many it's like parts. A, th- this right here is straight up a happy little tree. It's amazing. It's mm, great. That's some mm. Bob Ross stuff right there. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, right. So anyway, the trees are uh, controlling Skier, and we get happy um, little trees. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get another flashback uh, to you know. Skier throwing Kiva off of uh, off of the side of a mountain. Nah, she jumps. How how old is Kiva? Because even like six years ago, she looks older as Padawan. Like I don't think we ever get that, do um, we? Yeah, that is an interesting uh, that is an interesting thought. Because yeah, imagine she... around like we'll say eighteen, nineteen, just kind of guess, but mm, yeah, sure. Yeah, she does look. She doesn't look crazy young. <clears throat> You know, six years ago, which if mm-hmm. she, let's say she's 18, for the sake of she's, argument. She's 12. She's 12, and she definitely <laughs> looks older than that, so maybe she's older. It's that Not shaved sure. head. It's just that shaved head. Yeah, she <laughs> kept that same style forever, huh? Do you keep the same hairstyle forever? Oh, never mind. Yeah, Skier does too. I mean, look at him. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, she still can't do the... Do the, you know, the jumping off of cliff saving herself thing, which is too bad. I mean, you know, Kylo did it, but it's it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so we return back to our kind of cave here, uh, where Var, Chris, and the twins, and the little kid, and Keeve are all being uh, rooted. <laughs> They're being rooted. By the Dren gear, and uh, yeah, Skewer is sort of under their power, I guess. You know, this first double-page panel, I feel like they really, I don't know, doesn't look great. It's kind of dumb. Well, like Avar, she's just white. Yeah. I mean, she's literally just all white. Like, like they literally, she's, she's just like the twin. Yeah, is that what happens when you get rooted? You just turn, like, crazy white or something? Well, no, because the kid's got a darker complexion still. And Keeve does, too. So, I mean, like, mm. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, I guess. Well, uh, you know, they kind of run through a little bit more Drengear backstory, which we already got in the books, but, you know, being trapped by the Sith with the idols. Mm-hmm. You know, people with roots coming out of their mouths and nose. I'm sure some people love that. Um, And then kind of, you know, a little bit of skier sort of fighting back a little bit. But uh, we do a little bit of jumping because we learn that the hut that was brought to Starlight Beacon has also been infected with this Drengear root system. And then, like, apparently one of these things like multiplies a bunch and like, it's like taking over the station. I didn't get that. Like there's one right in this hut, but like all of a sudden they, I don't know. They can't deal with it. 
How many how many lightsaber wielders does it take? To kill well, one of these? Well, <laughs> it I wasn't mean, this, even a big one. Yeah, but this was in the book. I mean, just cutting them doesn't really kill them, right? True. But I, I don't know. I don't well, know. like they're not even really doing anything in these panels. They're yeah. just kind of like jumping around, lightsaber out, anime style, and not actually attacking it. Yeah, true. Well, um, yeah, Keeve does you know try and communicate with Skier. He's kind of coming back, and then they get the rubber nose in the hose. Or the rubber hose in the nose. That's backwards. Um, yeah, what a what a uh, what a panel there. Feed, feed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Somebody's been watching a little too much of the other stuff, <laughs> the other anime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and you know what? The, some of this stuff with Skira is a little bit nonsensical to me. And maybe you made more, or hopefully you made more out of this than I did. But like, we get that he's like super, super sad. But he's like, I had to do this to find their true nature and, like, find their weakness. But they're taking me over. It's like, But then, like, right after that, a few panels later, he's like, it wasn't because of that. It's because I cut myself off from the Force. But actually, no, the Force is fading away from me. I'm losing my connection. Yeah, I think that was a little bit more in the next book. But we'll talk about that for sure. But yeah, he just seems like he's really confused and we're starting mm. to like overly anime again, I feel like. Like there's I mean, it's well, not a bad are you, panel. Are you, refer, are you referring to our jump into action? Yeah, like like Keeves doing Keeves doing sort of like a handstand kick and Skier's like doing a jumpy ball roll and you know the Avar. the, the twin is looking awesome. Well, yeah, she she's pretty say. cool, but then the twins, the twins like, like, I don't have a, a saber, so yeah. I'm just going to go in like <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, just to kind of move through a little bit here, we do wind up uh, figuring out that this um, this one, what was his name? Cal, I think. Yeah. He had made a deal with the Huts for this planet. Like they give mm-hmm. grain or, and then the huts protect them in quotations. So then all of a sudden the huts show up. Uh, well, we don't yeah. know that from this comic. It's actually in the next comic, but we get a ship that shows up. Right. And then we move yes. to the next uh, issue. Right. And that ship is stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a stupid ship, <laughs> but it winds up being the huts. And uh, one of the twins gets stepped on. But it doesn't actually kill him. But that's kind uh, of jumping ahead, I guess. <laughs> sure. No, we're there. Um, uh, what was this? Uh, Mayarga, the Benevolent. Mm-hmm. And Skier kind of goes insane and just starts attacking everybody. And this and is where he's like, I've lost my master. He's just not the same. Well, we know he's a tree person now because his speech bubble went from white to black. So yeah. he's clearly not himself. By the uh, way, how would you like to transport a Rancor in a ship? Yeah. That'd be, that would be fun. Mm, mm-hmm. 
You just feel like you'd see this ship just kind of wobbling back and forth as it's coming in because the Rancor's like jumping up and down, angry that it's in a ship or something. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I don't know. Anyway. Well, we, we literally have a million um, mercs come out of this ship. Yeah. Yeah. The huts have quite a force. And then um, back on Starlight Beacon, you know, we're, you know, Vernestra's here. She's, she's doing some cool stuff with her whip. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her poor Padawan, he gets impaled a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit though. He's okay. Poor dude. (sighs) Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't really care for this one all that much if I'm and then, and then you get to the <laughs> stupid part with the twins. Like, apparently, the twins can just hold a Rancor's mouth open. Right. And, like, where'd the other brother find his lightsaber? I don't remember him finding it and taking it. Listen, all I know is that, and we will never be separated again, for light and life. Wouldn't this kind of go against the teachings of the Jedi being so attached to one person? Like, I understand they have a mind meld to an extent, but, like, it just feels like the Council would have an issue. All right, man, if you want to be on the Jedi Council, you can be, but, you know, you can't can't spout any of that gray stuff. You just get only the teachings of the Council. Listen, I don't know how that works. I mean, it, uh, it seems like they're particular species is more symbiotically drawn than anything else yeah. so i think they're like more like one person i'm, I'm not sure it, it does sort of seem like it split would be, embryo no I well, it does kind of like seem it. like it would i think be they're kind of creepy contradiction, though. Uh, they are yeah. creepy i'm not a big fan of them um keep chops off uh skiers uh plant hand well at least a little bit of it yeah that doesn't work (laughs) no it doesn't and maybe i'm just trying to make too much sense out of this but why is she just now putting the other half of her saber together like she's in battle Mm -hmm. and clearly her lightsaber is detachable like you can detach the two halves yeah is this the first time we find this out i think it is I, i think it is and now all of a sudden, in but the like, middle of the battle, it's disproportionate, kind of when you think about, it, because like she's got two full-size lightsabers, and that would just be ridiculously massive when you attach them, and it's not. Like I just thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I, totally I overthinking know. it. I know. Well, it just can't, sort of seems weird that like she's fighting, and then all of a sudden, it's like just before she chops off her ma- master's arm, it's like, well, I'm just gonna use two blades. Yeah, because two blades like, are better than one. No and how, again, how are we dealing with all these mercs? Again, it's like a, it's a freaking army. Yeah. Is, is Avar just completely deflecting everything herself, just fighting everybody off? Well, there is a panel where she doesn't even have her hand on her saber and she's doing the spinning maneuver, so yes. Right. Yes, she clearly is taking on every single person. I mean, I could see it happening. Avar's awesome, but still. Well, I, listen, I'm, I'm interested in wrapping this up, to be honest with you, because like, I, I, I didn't really find this as interesting, personally. But basically, the, the idea is, that Skier has is, you know, you need to like, d- 
do like a force projection through me to the trees to make them seem, you know, make it seem like the meat is uh, spoiled. And then uh, Skier has some, some uh, like a green nosebleed going on. He's not liking that. And then all the Dren gear just kind of run away because he thinks that the, their food is unclean. Stupid. It and just makes all... the Dren gear look so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, Skier dies, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Kind of kind of up in the air a bit. Yeah, would you be sad, though? I don't know. Like, they try to use these flashbacks to make him out to seem like a way better master than he really is. I mean, he could be a good master. And he, Yes, he could be. I mean, we don't have a lot about him, even in the book. We just got tidbits of Skier, honestly. So he might be awesome. But I just don't like how they're portraying him in the comics. So I'm not a big fan so far of him. Yeah. But what I am a big fan of is the panel for the next issue where we've got a Jedi riding a Rancor. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I, I don't know. I mean, I is, is this the, the massive threat that we were kind of promised? Like the Drengear or the, the massive threat? Well, they made him out to be at the beginning of this comic with like just straight up saying like, hey, we have this happening on thousands of planets and there's a ton of people dying right now. But then they just kind of... They end it so quickly. How did they get on thousands of planets? A bunch of people like Skier, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) So they say. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Mm. I think think it'll be more revealed in the next book. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I would this agree. is supposed to what's gonna if this is what's going to be the major threat. I'm just not sure, man. Tree people. I just why are we introducing two potentially big threats at once with the Nye Hill and the Drangir? I don't get the point of this so early on in the series. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, man. It, it would be like if we had Yuzen Vong to deal with and then, like, that weird hive mind race that Luke had to deal with. I can't think of which series it was. Yeah. But like, if you introduce them both at the same time, like, it just seems like, are you setting them up to fight each other? Like, what are you doing? True. Are the Nihil going to be completely decimated by the Drangir and be taken over, and then the Drangir will have control of the path engines and everything? Like, What's going to happen? Well, I mean, the, the thing is, is like, so we obviously had an Afro where the Nihil were kind of like materializing in random places. So I, I actually don't think that the Dren gear are going to be all that big of a thing. I think this is going to be more of a Nihil deal. But I could be wrong. But it's I just, just the potential of the Dren gear is so much greater and they're just kind of. Like, they're setting these up to be amazingly powerful creatures and nerfing them 
all at once. I just don't mm. get the point of that. How do you kill a plant? You burn it. You Obviously, you can't it. choke it. You can't choke it out with lack of sunlight with these ones. Mm. <laughs> Throw some bleach on it. Throw some gasoline on it. <laughs> How can I be sad- sadistic towards a plant today? <laughs> Every <laughs> everyone gets a lightsaber weed whacker. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. anyway. I don't know. The last thing here, though, that I think is is a talking point. Skier losing sort of his connection to the force. And kind of leaning towards it being caused by his injury during the Nihil attack. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it is. Like, I'm wondering if this is like the start, the start of what happens, you know, hundreds of years later. Well, or more like 12 years by the time we actually officially talk about the real timeline but i mean it was 400 years beforehand now it's like whatever it is now what if what if it ends up being a thing where all the jedi start losing their connection well i don't know i think uh, th- i guess that could be i mean that'd be a bigger disaster than anything else oh, but, yeah. but i mean obviously they would have regained it because the jedi even of the more current time had access to the force it just was diminished Mm -hmm. so my thought is is like is this just a symptom of a much larger problem and we they just don't know it at that point or is it something different i'm not sure i'm not sure how that exactly works out but i almost would be more interested in that than the dren gear Mm -hmm. the dren gear just seems kind of like I don't know, I feel like we've dealt with this before. It's just not really all that new and interesting to me. Yeah. Well, you can only have so many massive problems, and I feel like losing the connection of the Force without any discernible reason why is a much bigger problem than the Nihil or the Drengear. Well, it, because it, the Force is their is their power. It's their their right. confidence. And then that does actually make the Nihil seem a lot more terrifying. Sure. When you're pitted up against them, because... I mean, anybody would be. The huts would be terrifying. And honestly, a war with the huts would be more interesting than the Nihil at this point. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say that. The huts are so overused, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, let me propose a theory here. What if, because we don't see the talent basically ever again, aside from once, what if Avar's sort of like messing with this whole song that she perceives is a problem? Because that you think actually the force seems isn't like okay with it. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like it, it sort of seems like it's messing with. It could potentially like mess with the balance because you're like, it's not just directing people, like it's a connection. It's like a power transference in a way too. Because like we we mm-hmm. had heard about. You know, Stellan Geo sending his power to Avar, even though From he was many systems away. Yeah, he's a great distance away. So, kind of wonder if this is almost like, like unnatural in a way. 
Well, it would be because think about it. If you have just, say, a one-on-one duel between a Sith and a Jedi, and every Jedi was able to lend their power to that one Jedi dueling, I mean, you'd be talking about a great imbalance in the Force, which, again, the Force doesn't... It doesn't choose one side over the other. It would want both sides to be equal. Mm -hmm. So it would be... I mean, this would be a travesty to the Force. They would want to deal with it. That's why I kind of think it'd be kind of cool if they started introducing this thing where they're being cut off, they're being diminished. I mean, it's something, again, we've seen in in the prequel era. Even right. Yoda, with all of his strength, was diminished in the Force. He couldn't see. There was a fog around him, and his connection was being severed in a way yeah for sure i don't know well i mean we could also have some interference as well from other forces but i feel like we're trying mm-hmm. we're layering too much you know you, you being beset on all sides does not necessarily make a good story mm-hmm. at least in no. my opinion no because dealing with being severed from the force and then dealing with the Nihil and Drangir is just going to be a hot mess. Yeah, like, for sure. That, that's where you stop getting character development because I feel like you'd be focusing too much on all the problems and not the people. Well, we God, we've introduced so many characters as it is. Yeah, character development is going to be really to... difficult unless you give like, well, I mean like Skier getting this comic book series really isn't giving him a ton of character development to be quite honest. Well, and even just throwing, like, Vernestra in there, it's like, what what does that do? Yeah. Did I mean, it really I know who she is, but I also yeah. read the book. Right. And if you didn't read the book, who? it doesn't matter that she's there, honestly. Like, she's going to be a throwaway character and yeah. her apprentice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. I feel like they're just trying to throw everybody into everything, and it's, I don't know. It, well, it becomes a mess. Like, you, you you think about prequel era. If you had every time you read anything, you'd have Mace Windu or Yoda in there. It's like they didn't need to be there. It's kind of like that with this. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, I think we were really excited for High Republic. I don't know if my excitement has has necessarily kept up. Yeah. With the with the stories I've been fed. And I didn't necessarily come in with high expectations or an agenda either, which kind of just it makes it worse that I'm not excited anymore. Well, see, the thing is, is I think I did because I mean, look at the panel of writers. I mean, they they all pretty much got in a room and just decided how this was going to go. I mean, there well, there are massive writers in here. So, well, I had high hopes because of the writers, but I didn't have a direction I wanted to see it go or anything like that. I was perfectly okay with this being a huge surprise, not knowing what direction to go. But right now, I'm sure. not. I'm just not liking it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I hear you. And I guess you could you could make the argument this happens with every new iteration in Star Wars, whether it be the prequels, the sequels, anything. Yes, at first, there's going to be a lot of people who just don't like the change, but I just, I don't see the point yet. Well, I mean, the, the, the bigger thing here is like, I mean, I think 
I enjoyed the books. I won't speak for you. I, I think I think we both. I mean, the the first book got a little preachy with its over overdoing, re-explaining every couple paragraphs. Yeah. The second book was was fine. I mean, it was a decent book. I even I, the cho- the young adults books have been well, pretty the, decent. Yeah, the young adults books have. Bernester nice, was pretty cool. Yeah, they have a nice simple story. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know maybe maybe maybe, maybe my problem is more with the comics trying to tell a big story in such a small i mean we're on five issues right and in five issues we've supposedly introduced a big baddie that is bigger than the big baddie from the first book that came out (laughs) yeah exactly i don't know here's hoping that they can continue to pick it up but i mean as with anything man it's difficult yeah it's really difficult I don't know what you do. We should just all give up. Cry. Cry. Done with Star Wars. Just done. I'm done with Star Wars. I'm about to become a gatekeeper. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what's canon. (laughs) Gosh. Four, five, six. And we're done. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, that, that would be extreme. That's that's gatekeeping. That is that is one hundred percent gatekeeping. Something we absolutely try our best not to do. That'd be kind of sad to be that like strict about it, like that dead set against anything else being part of Star Wars. You miss out on so much. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. Well. That's comics and Bad Batch. Anything mm-hmm. else we got to talk about? No, it feels like a super small amount of content for the amount of time, but we're actually we're at like a minute uh, or a, a minute, an hour eighteen. It's yeah. a pretty short episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit shorter than what it's been. I'm sure people are probably cheering. It's like let's wrap this up, boys. <laughs> but uh, they looked at the timestamp like, what they talk about like one comic. <laughs> well we have been shoving a lot into into these yes. episodes for sure well, but god it's usually like three four comics and an episode or a book and a comic and god that thrawn episode that was cool that was a long boy mm-hmm. well next week of course we're getting back into bad batch but we will be getting into the war of the bounty hunters finally Yes. With uh, the Star Wars main comic, issue 13, and then Bounty Hunters 12. And then the following week, we'll be hitting again another Bad Batch, and then Vader 12 and Aphra 10. So this is like the first uh, push into the War of the Bounty Hunters, I believe, if I remember that correctly. Yeah, after that, I think we're actually ready to start issue one, I believe. Yeah, there's some like preludes and stuff. Yeah. Just do it. Anyway, which, so that which should I be... just got, I just got that. There's a big reveal of a character in War of the Bounty Hunters. I just got that spoiled for me today. I'm a little annoyed because I know I have a few weeks before we can mess with it. But oh, you poor, poor, poor guy. That's what you get for using Google. <laughs> Reading those is, article headlines. <laughs> that is what you get for googling. You yeah. should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed of yourself. All right. Have we yacked enough? Are we good? Got any final parting so. parting thoughts? 
My only final parting thought, and it's super obscure and not a big deal at all. I just find it funny. This is something I've noticed in the past few comics we've done. Why are we using the same generic, like, oh, I'm holding a dead person for drama effect? Like, we had it in Afra on the last Afra, and now we have it in five. I just think that's kind of weird. Oh, man. Like... Like why, why do you why do you have to why do you have to question stuff? Like I don't know because that kind <laughs> is the point of well half of the point of this podcast is to actually analyze stuff. <laughs> why do you have to hate everything that's given to you? <laughs> I didn't say I hated it. I just find <laughs> it kind of funny that we're being repetitive. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I I don't know. I'll be, I'll be honest. I I've been a little. I don't. I've been a little. Are you starting uh, to realize why we didn't grow up with comics? <laughs> yeah. N- well, yeah. I, I just don't want to be like a, a fud about it, but I do feel a little bit, a little bit taken aback by recent comics, mm-hmm. like recent directions, because I mean, there was a great Vader series before this current series. The Star Wars main comic has been fine. It has been the best out of everything, with yeah. Afra being a close second, I would say. Yeah, which I mean, who would have thought? Who would have thought that Afra? A- after the audio drama, I wasn't looking forward to Afra at all. I've actually, yeah, I've actually really enjoyed the story, but like Bounty Hunters is kind of, kind of low tier. It's and not my thing. Yeah, and well, Vader's been a disappointment. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I guess it's not all comics, and just a couple of these. We we just, I don't know. We just need to get into more positive stuff, I guess. You know something I'd like to eventually do, maybe in like a offshoot episode, not necessarily for this podcast, but there's a comic series I'd like us to go through. It is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic series that's just recently come out. I got it. The I got the Ronin. issue. The Last yeah. Ronin. I, I yeah. spotted it. I didn't know anything about it, but the cover was so cool. They had like uh-huh. five different covers, dude. Did you want that? Oh, or really? Do you have it? Um, I don't have it. A buddy let me borrow it for a bit, but no, I don't have it. Do you want me to buy those for you now, too? Sure. I'd love to go through that in the show. I would love it. I know it's not Star Wars, but the premise of it is freaking awesome. Okay. Well, we'll <laughs> talk. super depressing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it a little later. But yeah, I noticed that one on the rack, and they had they had four covers. I don't remember which one I bought. I think I bought the one with, with Raffi on it, like Raphael. Oh. Yeah. Um, they had one with like a katana and um, who was uh, what was the the mask guy's uh, name? Shredder. No, 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 no. The the hockey guy. Um, is it Johnny? Uh, gosh, I don't want to look this up. This is the name of Star Wars. This uh, is embarrassing. Hockey guy. <laughs> it's like J- Casey Casey Jones. So Not it was Casey. like a katana with Casey Jones's mask hanging off of it. And then there was one that was just um, uh, Raphael's weapon, like cutting through this like sort of like red field. And then there was another one mm-hmm. that I don't remember. I Like I said, they were all really cool. I had a hard time choosing, but yeah, yeah, that looked really cool. I did, I did like... Uh, I wonder how many issues that is. I wonder uh, if that's going to be a big, massive thing or just a little slice of turtles. Slice of turtles? What do you want? Some slice turtle soup now, you sicko. You sick maniac. Hey, that might be a part of one of the comments. <laughs> you sick maniac. <laughs> um, 
that's I don't know. I'll have to look this up more. I, I literally just saw it as like, I will look this up, but I haven't done it yet. And now I will. Is this IWD or IDW? It is. It's IDW. So actually, this was the third issue of this comic line. Hmm. The one with the five cover options that you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the the one I got was like Rafi like charging into a bunch of ninjas. Yeah. It was a the sick first cover. the first one's pretty sweet because you see uh, Michelangelo with all of the weapons, like walking yeah. into the. I just want to say he's walking down an alley or something. Yeah, I can't I remember see, now. Yeah, I see that cover now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into it. Like I said, I didn't know anything about it, but then all of a sudden I I saw that cover and I was like, well, this is that's sick. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna have to probably buy some back issues, and then if that comes out, I might have to pull it. I don't know. Much. I mean, I know about IWD. I, I never really paid much attention to their releases though. So mm-hmm. anyway. Well, there we go, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. We'll quit rambling. Looks like we have to talk some more <laughs> after the show anyway, but so we'll just we'll leave that to ourselves. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, please be sure to follow us on all the social media at TC Plan Podcast. You can pretty much find us anywhere, Facebook, Twitter. Or if you'd like to send us um, you know, just a message or whatever, you give us a theory. What are you thinking about the comics? What are you thinking about the show? Uh, just send that in to tcplanpodcast at gmail.com. And all this stuff is down in the show notes, too, if you can't understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, again, hopefully you enjoy, and yeah, you guys have a great rest of your week. And as always, may the Force be with you. <laughs>